Have you ever thought about becoming a potter or the feeling you get when you mold clay? I think of the story in the Bible where God is talking to Jeremiah. In today's episode, Anna Hausman will share what she does for her mental health and why she became a potter. Are you dreaming of having the time and energy to create a life you love? Is your calendar full of events and you're thinking, there's no time for me? Do you look like you have it all together on the outside, but on the inside, you're a hot mess. You're frustrated and tired all the time. Susie Cruz shines the light on successful women and a few men who have busted the exhaustion cycle by prioritizing herself, released any guilt, and have found inner peace while creating a life they love filled with harmony. Join Susan's candid conversations to learn how these successful women illuminated their inner life to create a radiant life. Welcome to the Radiant Soul Sisters. Oh my gosh, listeners, I am so excited for today's episode. I have my friend, Anna Hausman, here standing next to me, and we are recording this episode live. I met Anna when I owned Rise and Shine Yoga. She was one of my students and loved seeing her come in. Since then, we've continued to grow our relationship, and Anna is the founder, the creative, the mastermind, the entrepreneur behind Daisy Chain Ceramics, and I can't wait for you to hear some of Anna's story. Anna, I am so glad you're here with me today. Oh, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being here with me today. So, Anna, I know that you um, work full time from home. You had a daughter when I met you. You now have two small children. But at that point in time, you had a daughter and COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And then some other things happened in your life. And you started Daisy Chain Ceramics, which listeners, you can't see what her mugs look like (laughs) and her um, her whiskey tumblers that she makes. They're absolutely beautiful. But anyway, tell us what inspired you to become an entrepreneur and, you know, what kind of lessons have you learned from that? Yeah. Um, being an entrepreneur, uh, was kind of an accident. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, I hear you. It was not the intention when I started out, I worked full time as a speech therapist and then had a couple of miscarriages that left me just kind of emotionally and mentally and physically drained. Um, and in addition to doing therapy. I know from my work as a, as a therapist myself that proprioceptive input, so things like heavy work and, and deep pressure do really good things for your body and your nervous system. And my husband bought me a class for ceramics. And so I was like, this is going to be good for my body um, and help me kind of get right. So doing clay, like clay work gave me that really regulating input And I kind of got hooked on it. And from there, I was like, well, I want to do more of this. But you can only put so many cups 
in your house before they have to go somewhere else. Right. Um, and so that's how Daisy Chain kind of started um, from a place of needing to heal and then realizing that you can't have a thousand mugs in your home. So I started selling them to then pay for more supplies and it's Perfect. just kind of gone from there. But as far as like a lesson as an entrepreneur, this I learned from my boss um, who learned it from, I think, Cheryl Ann Skolnicki, and it's called Imperfect Action. Oh, nice. That has really been key for me in, I'm a perfectionist. I want everything to be done right. I want everyone's experience to be perfect. And even before we logged on here, we were talking about my old work. And I said, God bless all the people who bought my early work, because it wasn't perfect and it's not where I wanted it to be. And it's so different from what I sell now, but it was that first step towards where I am. Yeah. So I've heard a couple of things in there. I have heard you say you, you really started this because the ceramics class was a gift from your husband. Mm -hmm. So he recognized that this might be one way that you could express your creative outlet. Mm -hmm. I will tell you listeners, Anna is very creative. She is an incredible seamstress. And I know she has done some amazing things in renovating an old home. So I've seen her creativity as well. So her husband knew quite well and then she knew from therapy that working with the clay, molding the clay could help you to heal. Mm -hmm. And as our listeners know, I am a person of faith. Uh, I believe in God. Not everybody does, but I do. Mm -hmm. You do. I, I oh, know. Yes. And you know, I think about the Bible verse where it talks about we are clay and God is molding us. And, mm -hmm. and to, even today, like, showed me how you can tap the side and you can tell if there's a crack in something that she has created. And I thought that was really cool. The other thing that I heard you say is entrepreneurship kind of came as the side effect or happened because you didn't have anywhere to store all these beautiful <laughs> mugs you were making or yeah. keep. So, you know, the other, uh, one other thing I heard you say before we move on is I also heard you say, you look back at your first work and you're like, wow, God bless those who have the first mug, right? Including you. <laughs> I do. I Most people know and have listened long enough that I am a huge supporter of women-owned businesses, and I am a huge supporter of young women who are following their, their dreams or, or looking into a business that then becomes a dream. So I do have some of your early work. I just showed her, showed her one, but you just took the next best step. You know, you got started, right? Mm -hmm. And you were creating mugs and you had a bunch and friends and family started purchasing them. And then you're like, wait, I can improve. Mm -hmm. So you just, you simply took the next best step. Mm -hmm. Has there been any that were wrong? Um, I don't think I've had a step that was wrong. I've had steps that I thought would take me further and haven't. Okay. But for the most part, my goal has been to grow things slowly so that I'm still having fun. I love and that. as long as I'm staying in that mindset of, you know, I still work full time to support my family so that I don't turn this thing that's really beautiful for me into a machine that has to make money that has to drive me somewhere. I'd love for it to one day be full time. Right. But for right now, 
intentionally growing slow keeps it fun and, and allows me to really pay attention to the the people and the opportunities coming my way. I, we Anna and I have actually talked about that, how important it is to her to have fun. And, and listeners, there's so many opportunities out there that, that you can be an entrepreneur and have a business that brings you a lot of fun and a lot of joy. And that's really, really, really important for Anna. And I think important when we think about what makes our soul happy, mm -hmm. you know, what makes us shine. I think you find women are much more radiant when they are happy and finding joy in what they are doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, agree with I, that. I really do. So listeners, you've heard us talk a little bit about Anna, that she has two young children. She works full time. Her husband is always busy doing <laughs> amazing things in their home and in the community. So I can imagine that finding work-life harmony can be challenging for Anna at times. And Anna, the way that I think about this is I think about work-life harmony like a symphony. Our life is a symphony. It's this beautiful um, music that is just playing, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes one instrument plays louder than the other. And so mm -hmm. we're not in harmony. We're all out of tune. But a lot of times that's only for a measure. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine if you have a sick child, that that could be a time when you're not living in harmony, your symphony isn't playing beautifully. What are what is something or some things that you do to try to keep work life harmony? Being a young entrepreneur, mother, wife, mm -hmm. friend. <laughs> yeah, that is that's uh, I feel a hot topic right now. It's huge in the therapy world as well. Um, I like the idea of it being harmony. I often reference it as work-life flexibility. Oh, I love that word. Yes. Um, a good friend of mine phrased it that way. And I thought that's beautiful because balance is so hard and changes so fast. And I work with children all the time on being flexible and what to do when things go wrong. It requires that, that kind of flexible mind state. And so being able to say, you know, well, this is going to be my work from home day and I'm going to do ceramics this day, but my kid is sick. So that changed and now I'm home with them. That's really been helpful in, in thinking that, yeah, I can be flexible for a given amount of time and then it'll swing back the other way. Um, it gives me a little bit of space to forgive myself when things don't right. go according to plan or when I don't get all the things accomplished that right. I want. And being able to start something from home has helped with that work-life right. flexibility, being okay with my daughter seeing me work. Yeah. Um, it's actually been really powerful. There's nothing better than when I've heard her tell strangers, my mommy makes things. I get goosebumps <laughs> when you say that. Yeah. And that's what Stella O told me this morning. Yeah. My mommy makes these. And I'm like, I think that's so cool mm -hmm. because I think when our daughters get to see us work, yeah. then they realize work is good mm -hmm. and it's okay to make money mm -hmm. and it's okay to have something of your own. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's so important. And in my family, it was you, you get a logical job, you go to school, you get something logical that makes sense, it's going to pay your bills. 
And it's taken a long time for me to look at a creative venture and really take, in my family, a very brave step and say like, nope, I'm going to make this a business and I'm really passionate about it. And it's, I'm, it's going to work. Right. I 100% don't have a doubt that one day when I'm ready, it will be my full-time piece. And I want my daughter to know, like, you have that ability to make whatever you want out of life. Oh my gosh. I love a couple of things we've heard listeners. I love, um, harmony instead of harmony, maybe flexibility. Mm -hmm. And I choose the word harmony because I agree with you with balance. There are a couple of things there. It's very hard as a wife, a mom, a daughter, a sister, a friend, an entrepreneur, trying to do all those things. Finding balance is really unachievable. Mm -hmm. You're always chasing it. Or if you do find it, I feel like I'm standing on a fence. Mm -hmm. Like, which way do I go, right? Mm -hmm. Balancing, kind of think about that. But I love harmony and I love flexibility. Mm -hmm. And I love the thought of being able to have that mindset that I can be flexible and it's all good and give myself grace mm -hmm. when I need to. Yeah. So I love that. And then I also love, I love it, love it, love it. When I see young women following their dreams and setting the examples for their daughters. Yeah. You know, our daughters need to understand that, like I said, it's okay to work. It's okay to work outside the home or to stay in the home and work, mm -hmm. which whatever anyone chooses, that's the key, whatever they choose. Yeah, right. Absolutely. The, the other thing that we found important in teaching our daughters was it's okay to make money and to have your own money mm -hmm. and to know how to take care of your money. And oftentimes that comes with businesses mm -hmm. and with being an entrepreneur. It doesn't only come that way, but right. I feel like it's important. Well, you know, Anna, we've talked about it and I kind of have an idea talking about your flexibility, but I know that you are a yogi. You loved yoga and you used to do a couple other things to soothe your soul you are one of my radiant soul sisters. <laughs> when I see you, we smile, your eyes are sparkling. What is something that you do every day or, you know, you may not get it done every day, mm -hmm. but every week or every couple of weeks to keep your soul happy and find joy and let your radiant soul shine? Yeah, um, I am very open about this with everybody in all walks of of my life and all avenues that therapy for me is that thing that really helps me stay centered. Um, I've done therapy off and on. Um, and then the last five years have gone every other week for pro probably five years now, Right. sometimes by myself, sometimes with my husband. Um, but that really, um, has given me a lot of keys and insights to myself that allow me to look at things like flexibility and really understand why am I so upset or fixated or happy about something and why, why is that important? I appreciate you mentioning that because so often people don't talk about therapy right. or don't talk about it being what helps to bring you joy, yeah. right? And to really get to know yourself. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. And, and as you said, you share it often. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, 
part of life and who you are and what does help to make your radiant soul shine. Well, listeners, I have one more question for Anna, but before we get to that, if today's episode has made you pause and think about what you might like to be able to achieve work-life harmony or to find something that brings you joy, be sure to connect with me on my website at susancruzco.com or on my socials at Susan Cruzco. And I would love to hear your stories as well. So Anna, thinking about the things that you've talked about and thinking about who you are as an entrepreneur, a wife, a mother, all these things, there may be somebody listening today that just needs one more tip or one more suggestion of something that they could do to maybe help them take that one little step forward, Mm -hmm. what would be this tip or piece of advice that you might share? So one tip that I would have would be, you know, it's different for everybody, but finding that way to self-reflect, whether that's through yoga or through journaling or a book. Um, One of the reasons why I love my full-time job still is I live far away from it. Um, And so I have a 40 minute commute that allows me the time to listen to an audiobook often that is on some kind of professional or personal development. And I get that time every day in the car to really reflect on the day, on what's going on, or reflect on something that I've heard in an audiobook. And that's what works for me, but it doesn't work for everybody. So whether it's yoga or journaling or something that lets you look inward for a minute. I think that's really important. That's an incredible tip, listeners. You may want to take um, heart to or really think about that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for sharing your time with us, Anna, today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Susan. You're welcome. So if you've enjoyed this episode of the Radiant Soul Sisters, be sure and tune in next time when I shine the light on another beautiful woman. Till then, I'm Susan Cruz, your host, and be sure to check out my website, susancruzco.com, where you can find all the podcast episodes, resources, and our community. That was a fun episode of the Radiant Soul Sisters. Thank you for choosing to tune in. Be sure to join me next week when I shine the light on another beautiful woman. Till then, I'm Susan Cruz, your host, and be sure to check out my website at susancruzco.com where you will find all the podcast episodes and resources for our community.